Hi, Simon. Thanks for joining us. Could we please start by you telling the listeners a little bit about your background, how you got into property and what brought you to Northacre? Of course. Property runs in the Edwardson family blood, for sure. We have a family business that I'm actively involved in. I sit on the board there and have been uh, since my early 20s. So that sort of really established my passion for property. I then went on to study in the south of England, where I studied real estate management. And then unfortunately, my career started in the market crash. So I resorted to a state agency, which I thought was going to be something as a stopgap for me. I then fell in love with it. It became part of everything I wanted to do. And it became really part of my life. I met my wife there. And I spent five years at Hamptons and started from the bottom and worked my way up. I became their top income producing um, salesperson for many years on the on the bounce there. JLL then approached me to go and work for their investment team. Um, I moved over to their team for three and a half years and we sold the land to Northacre for the Broadway. And then um, I moved over to Northacre to help them with their sales and marketing efforts. And that was three over three years ago. So I guess that was going to be my next question is that um, it sounds like you've worked for some really exciting developments, but what do you think drew you to Northacre in the end and why you decided to choose them? I think it's their can-do approach. And also they are very niche. They look at things in a very different way to a different developer. They don't just knock a building down, build it, take a commercial view on it and just try and get out as quickly as possible. It's a labor of love. You know, they choose heritage buildings like the Lancasters, Number One Palace Street, which is one of our current projects. And they're not easy schemes. You know, they are a lasting legacy. And I think that's something that that is really important for me anyway, because you're going to be part of something that's going to last for hundreds of years, not just let's move on to the next development. And we, a really exciting part for us was the Broadway because they'd never done a true new build before. It's a huge site and it's got six towers there with over 250 apartments. So a very different approach for Northacre, but they could put their unique stamp on it. So that was a real drive for me to be part of that team for sure. And so if you were going to tell us what you would say is the unique selling point of their current developments, which is number one, Palace Street and the Broadway. Can you summarise those two developments for us just to let us know what you think are the highlights? Yeah, of course. I mean, they're both very, very different developments. Uh, number one, Palace Street is at the heart of it, has a grade two listed building overlooking the um, private grounds of the palace. You know, there's no other private residential offering the world that offers that, as well as having historical features. There's only 72 apartments in the whole development. So we have a new build element that's been designed by Squire and Partners, which is um, a real standout centerpiece to the scheme with three other facade retentions linked to the rest of the buildings. So the scheme is very, very complex, but there's only 72 residents within the building all of the facilities that you would expect in a scheme like this. So it has very, very low use. It's very private and secure. And in the center of the scheme, there's an amazing private garden as well as a 20-metre pool, library space, dining facilities, and we have valet parking for all of the apartments. And obviously the location is second to none. I mean, you can go for an amazing meal at the Market Hall for something very casual in Victoria, or you can walk to Parc Chinois for something absolutely incredible. So those, I think, are some of the snapshot parts for Palace Street. Broadway is designed by Squire and Partners, and we had to take a very different approach with them and really guide them through the process. We've made the scheme six towers. The six towers 
could have been a lot smaller. You know, we could have just done three. We wanted to do six towers because the whole premise of the site is about views. The views are spectacular. You know, there's 360 degree views. The majority of the apartments are dual aspects. So they have either views of Big Ben, Buckingham Palace, the Royal Parks, or its own private garden. So we have a mix of collections within the development, the Buckingham Palace collection, the Big Ben collection. We are just about to release those in the next few months. So it's a very exciting development. And the Six Towers enables a high amount of apartments to feel like it is a North Acre boutique scheme across the Six Towers. So there's, on average, a very low number in each building. And we have the full suite of facilities in there, very similar to Palace Street, we have a larger pool, it's 25 metres. We have a cinema area, we have a games room, um, and then we have all of the concierge facilities and valet parking that you expect as well. Sounds lovely. Who do you envisage then living number one Palace Street and then also at Broadway? I think if you put the two side by side, it's quite an interesting one. We sort of, we don't joke, but we sort of say the parents at Palace Street and the children at uh, number <laughs> Broadway, so, um, which has been something that actually has started to ring true once we've assimilated a lot of sales in both the developments. So we've sold over half in Palace Street and we certainly have that older family demographic in there from all over the world. Um, there's a real mix of buyers, not only on nationality, but their use for the apartments as well. They might live there full time or they might use it as a holiday home. And then the Broadway, we are seeing a younger clientele in there for sure. Again, a real mix of demographics that I think we've been very lucky to obtain. You know, we don't just have one type of person there. The other thing is that's underpinned in both these developments are from our previous schemes. We have had a lot of repeat buyers across both our developments and they appreciate our quality. That's why they keep coming back. So there's, there's a mix of new parties and also established parties that have purchased in both the developments. Gosh, it's great to hear that you've got the repeat business. It just means that obviously you're looking after them well. So in regard to the international buyers, are you finding there's quite a lot of appeal from them? Yeah, internationally, I think London's just a safe haven. Not only that, from a sort of wealth and a more commercial perspective, but also culturally, it's incredible. Everything is evolving all the time in London. You can't stand still. You have amazing education facilities on the doorstep in London, which I know is something that is really important to them. And it's a secure place to be. I think that there is a real problem with top quality stock in central London and there isn't much of it. I think uh, the fact that we are delivering Palace Street estimated in Q4 2020 and Broadway um, one year later, I think we're going to have an amazing supply of incredible stock. And that's why we've seen people that are taking the leap now with us they're already reaping the rewards of it, having something to look forward to of extremely high quality because they've looked at other things that don't match up to it. If we bring it back to Northacre, tell me what's the point of difference? Like, what do you mean by the Northacre way? Yeah, I think it's about approach, Gemma. You know, it's about taking the right approach. We always take the approach that something has to have an angle in terms of it has to have a point of difference, hence the heritage approach that we've always done or doing something very, very complex like we've done at the Broadway is part of it. That has got to be underpinned by something unique about that site. So the proximity to Buckingham Palace and the historical elements of Palace Street were real drivers for us. The views at the Broadway and what we could create with a blank canvas was 
something that uh, really resonated with us and was an asset that we wanted to own. And the key thing for us is not only creating something for us as developers, but also for people to enjoy the incredible living spaces that we provide that no one else does. You know, we don't just make micro apartments of the smallest size to try and get in and out as quickly as possible. We are always trying to create something that's a legacy, you know, whether it is in the Broadway or number one Palace Street. Speaking of legacies, tell me a little more about number one Palace Street. I mean, it's um, a labour of love. It's, It's like an antique you've been nurturing in the middle of Prime Central London for some time now, haven't you? eclectic i learn something new about it every day i'm not even in the construction team but i am there regularly you know there is something new about it and i think that is really important to buyers now um palace street's eclectic nature is there's a great two-listed building in this in the heart of the scheme we're completely refurbishing that with its own independent specification it's flanked by two facade retentions in um the renaissance building and the beaux arts building so those beautiful historic facades are being retained but brand new apartments are behind it and they still have those historical features those two buildings have very very similar specifications we then have a brand new building that we've infilled designed by squire and partners of a very contemporary specification and then the development is finished off with the queen anne building on stafford place which is a red brick mansion block facade retention again with stunning views and again a completely independent specification so it is a really unique offering in the, in central london so if we just look at location i mean obviously a lot of people pick where they want to live because of locations and both locations for both developments are pretty exciting destinations aren't they so do can yeah. you just touch on that yeah, I think, you know, both of them are very close to each other anyway, as you know, but being in the heart of SW1 is something that is paramount. It's an address that's very prestigious, but also we benefit from the developing side of SW1 as well. So we have, you know, the interesting things like we have the markets on Thursdays that are in the land securities development. We have the tube on the doorstep for the Broadway and for Palace Street. But then there are also two alternative methods of transport, which are an additional two tube stations with the Westminster Station, which has got the Jubilee Line, Victoria Station has the Victoria Line, and the St. James's Park Station has the District and Circle. So if it's about connectivity for you, you have choice of all three of the tube stations, plus you have the overland services from Victoria. Both developments don't need much explanation in terms of you can walk everywhere. And I think that is something that is really important now. You're not seeing as much people being driven around central London by drivers. People like to get out, experience different things, no matter what age they are. If they want to have, you know, an interesting meal in May and get that on the doorstep. And, you know, there's lots of incredible restaurants opening. We are going to be part of that with our new restaurant in Palace Street. And then also the centrepiece of the Broadway, which is in retail and office offering there. So we're just enhancing what's already there. So I think those are key points for me, you know. Being able to walk to Mayfair in eight minutes from Palace Street, for me, if that's important to you for work or play, is a key thing. You know, being able to get out to an airport very, very quickly within an hour is, again, something very important for clients that are either going on holiday or coming here for business. So there's a real mix of things that we could talk about for a long time, but those really stand out for me. They sound like perfect locations. If we could just move on to sales and the prime central London property market, what has been the impact of COVID-19 and what do you think the effect will be on the uh, short-term future? I think an effect is inevitable. I mean, 
what we're seeing and what we have seen is an amazing resilience around London. I mean, when you look at the government uncertainty with Brexit and all those other facets before we had this terrible experience with COVID-19, we saw that people were unsure about whether to commit or not. They loved London. That was inevitable. And as soon as we had more clarity around that, we saw an absolute surge in activity for North Acre across both our developments. We sold over £60 million worth of stock and over 20 apartments in both our developments. And, you know, if you compare it to other people, other people were also seeing the same trend, but we were leading that because of quality, I think. And I think that's really important and something that can't be ignored. So I think there's always a desire for London. This has unfortunately been followed by COVID-19, which has been a really tough thing for the world to understand. I think it is very early days at the moment um, to understand what the effect will be. And we just want to make it clear that we are here, we're open for business. However, we totally respect the situation and the paramount thing is safety of people's families and everyone looking after each other. And you can see that at the moment, you know, the UK as a country is coming together amazingly well. The government is supporting us and we will come out of this on the other side. And that will resonate into people wanting to come back into London because at the moment they physically can't go there. You know, we, we are not even working in town. As you know, we're both sat here on Zoom. So I think that highlights where we're at with this global crisis. And hopefully we'll see it stabilise and hopefully we'll see it uh, improve in the near future. And if not, it will happen inevitably anyway. So we are concerned because of the crisis, but because of business, you know, that will come back at some point. So I think that's the important message to, to get out there. Some people might have done very well out of the crisis. They might have been really hit quite hard. So they're looking, always looking at other opportunities and, and, and residential at the super prime level is always a key asset class to have in your portfolio. And I think ultimately, um, whether they're looking now to strike or waiting, but they are reviewing materials, they are looking at it. I mean, we've had multiple offers in the last five days on both our developments. Yeah. So you know, there is activity and it's just about understanding when that will be and people are keen to do business it's just when they are ready to do so and you know i think the key driver to this is other countries are at different stages of this crisis and i think where that sits for them is important because that's what's driving this so what do you think will happen next in the prime central london property market do you think that the developers will need to adapt and do you think the perception of the home has changed Tough one, Gemma. I think for us, it's going to all be about specification because I think at the moment there is a feeling in London that people are offering super prime product with a, with a not super prime finish inside the apartments. That I think is key. So that will become true when these schemes actually complete. You know, at number one Palace Street in the Broadway, we are putting in fantastic specifications. So we have no doubt about how that will look and feel when we complete on those schemes. And the people that are buying early now will really appreciate that and they believe in that. So I think that's a, it's a sort of, older buzzword but it's something that's coming to the forefront now because a lot of comparison is going to happen between these developments i think lifestyle is really important as well what do these buildings offer comparatively to other schemes so you know what are the lifestyle facilities we've touched on those already but what is in the immediate area 
what does the development offer itself in terms of commercial offerings, F&B offerings? People are looking at the whole picture, not just I need to buy a flat or wealth preservation. You know, it's, it's very, very different now. It's the whole package. And that is something that is, is, is at the heart of it for sure. So much so we don't only look at it for our residential. The well-being in our commercial spaces is very important to us at Broadway. We'll develop a huge amount of commercial space there on an office basis and a retail basis as well. So those are key drivers for us. Thanks, Simon. That's really insightful and I'm sure very informative for uh, someone that's considering buying in London at the moment or in the near future. Now, let's bring it back to Northacre and you for a moment. What would you say has surprised you most about working at Northacre? When you look at the sort of senior management team where I sit and Amy sits and Niccolo sits and Alessandro and Rob, you look at these guys and there's such a diverse group of people there. We are not a stereotypical development company. Um, there's a lot of diverse backgrounds there. So I think that is something that is very, very unique about the business. Therefore, it brings together this sort of melting pot of amazing ideas that we push through to our developments. And we start to see points of differences, not only on things like spec that we can change, but the way we approach things, the way we approach the concierge, for example, how we're going to manage our buildings, the design of our buildings, how they will actually work on an operational basis, all really important parts that is practical, you know, and I think that's a really exciting thing about being part of Northacre. The other key thing is the CEO, Niccolo, he allows people to progress at their own speed. But also, you know, if you want to throw yourself in the deep end, he will let you do that. And the shareholders are very, very supportive as well of that. So it is a really unique offering with not a really structured hierarchical um, setup by any means. It's very entrepreneurial. And what would you say is the most enjoyable thing about your job? Wow. Uh, lots of things. My role is quite varied because I don't just manage teams to sell our assets. I look after the commercial side of the business as well in terms of the office offering, the retail offering. But I also have to work at an early stage with the design teams on projects. We're going to design an apartment, um, help them understand what the market wants from a specification. And then they look at how practical that is on sourcing it. You know, I might have a harebrained idea that might not work. So it's a really varied role with lots of different exposure. And then it goes right up to sort of, you know, reporting in the usual way. But there's lots of fun, different elements of the of the role. It's very busy, but that's exactly how I'd like it to be. Yeah. And what and would you say you had you've had a favorite project? Um, or you know to say that. <laughs> no, I think, I think it's a totally fair enough question. I think there's facets of each that I prefer, um, but they would never work together in, in one of the buildings anyway. So equally, I think they're amazing. It depends what you want as an individual from a buyer's perspective. I think Palace Street size is very, very unique. Also, the Broadway, all the facilities and those views are all something that no one else can offer. So I don't know any other developers who, have a, who has a portfolio like ours. So I think that is something that uh, makes it very, very special. And my last question is, I know you've got an announcement in regard to the interior designer for Number One Palace Street Show Apartment. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about her? Yeah, we do. Um, it's been a, a process that we think is very important to our journey as a developer, not only just about sales, but um, we went out to a number of parties that we think are fantastic and we don't just go to the usual culprits. We didn't want 
an apartment to just feel like a show apartment. So we've selected Natalia Meyer, who is an amazing designer with an amazing passion for, for projects like ours. And she takes a really unique approach. She's very proactive. She's sourcing materials in this tough environment for us and delivering something that's going to be absolutely beautiful. As you can imagine, I can't say too much about it, uh, but it's something that we are very, very excited about and we'll have a great party once the show apartment's finished and, and everyone will be there. And obviously, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> uh, can't wait. No, that's really exciting and I can't, can't wait for us to be able to tell everyone more about Natalia. She, sounds, she seems super talented and, and perfect yeah, yeah, Number one, Palace Street. So, well, look, thanks so much for uh, for joining me today. Um, it was really great to hear more about Northacre and about sort of the market. So really appreciate that and look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you, Gemma.